are now tuned into the greatest sports show on the planet. That's Prince and he's Barty. And you're now listening to Prince and Barty. Buckle up. Episode 103, episode 103, Prince and Barty, we back. Uh, we want to thank you for tuning in, listening, liking, subscribing. Last podcast is doing major numbers. Thank you for tuning in. Wherever you are, wherever you at, we love you and appreciate you. Yeah, we here. And Talk to me, that's man. That's all that matters, man. Man, you know, uh, you looking at the state of the NFL, man, that's where we at. We got a lot of good rookies. Uh, Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud, they went head-to-head this last week. That was a, a big matchup. C.J. Stroud threw for 384 yards. So He got a lot of Cam Newton qualities. Um, definitely still rough around the edges, raw. But had two touchdowns today, man. I know, I don't know what he is with fantasy, but you know, I know that's a good numbers. Two touchdowns, mm-hmm. you know, the throwing. I think that will come. That will get better, man. But I like the kid. He's tough. We'll see what he could do. Definitely, man. Definitely, Richardson. You know, looked like the second coming to Cam Newton. So it's gonna be interesting. Let me ask you, man, because you know you big on. Um, you got a lot of friends who like the Niners. Well, what you think about the 49ers and, and what they're doing over there in San Francisco? Man, I just think, like you always say, Shanahan, man, I think he just could put a lot of people in a position to win, be successful. Brock Purdy has so many options in his reads. You know, when you have Debo and uh, Christian McCaffrey as your check down, mm-hmm. it seems like he has some with Ayuk. Uh, last game, Ayuk went crazy. So maybe that's his go-to guy. You would think it would be Debo, but... You know, quarterbacks get comfortable with different receivers, so. Definitely. And then plus the defenses probably are acclimated to what, what's going on with Debo, so they're shutting that down. They're Not for sure, they're but. definitely shutting it down. Do you think Debo, because last year his numbers kind of dipped, it, it might happen again this year where it's just so many, um, so many weapons to choose from. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think that um, with Debo, when you look at Debo Samuels, you know, he is a fullback playing a wide receiver position. Facts. And so he does so much, but at the same time, you know what to expect uh, from Debo from week to week. But people have the, the, the jury's not out on Ayuk. On, on and plus, this is a contract year for Ayuk. So Ayuk trying to get his money. So since he's trying to get his money, that's the crazy part. The money is there. Um, the team is there. They got Christian McCaffrey. They're looking for that three-headed monster. You would think the three-headed monster is Kittles, McCaffrey, and Purdy, but that three-headed monster can be anybody, and that's what makes it a very interesting situation. But like I said before, you know, I got the Jets coming out the AFC. Aaron Rodgers or not, I got the Jets coming out the AFC. I'm, you, you still I'm, sticking I'm, I'm with sti- it? I got to stick with it. You know, one thing I'm I, only thing I'm going to back down on is Burroughs for MVP. After, after you see Burroughs for yeah, MVP. Man, listen, I got, I got enough time to back down on that pick. Right now, AFC, AFC MVP, you give me the midseason and I'll give you my pick then. But the only thing that I'm, I'm sure on is that this Jets defense, despite what you, I think this is a Hall of Fame type defense. I really think that they're that good. And then I also think Garrett Wilson is, is, is a beast. I think he's one of the next big wide receivers we're going to have in this league. Um, let me ask you. So you said one of the all-time best defenses. So you look at Zach Wilson. Is that is, is Zach Wilson going to be a – is Zach Wilson going to be you – know, remember that Baltimore team where 
defense is so raw. Only thing Joe had to do was not lose it for him. Just game manage it. More, I would say more Trent Dilfer. Because Dilfer, Trent, okay. Trent Dilfer. And if A-Rod can come back, as most people say, he says it's possible. They said that Cam Makers came back from Achilles in five, five months. He was the oh, only wow. ones to do that. So he was the only one. But the same doctors that were for Kobe Bryant is for Aaron Rodgers. Okay. So that's where my, my play is. If Aaron Rodgers comes back by the postseason, they can win two games. And they'll, they'll win the AFC. And if they win the AFC, they will, um, they will make it to the Super Bowl. But if they play 49ers or my Eagles, you know, it's no shot. I mean, let's, let's stay with your Eagles, man. I mean. Prince and Marty is your number one source for all things sports. Now streaming on Spotify and iTunes. We know it's hard to win in this league. Mm -hmm. um, you got to take anything you can get. But do you guys look like contenders just as a fan? You know, I know it's still early. We, well, we just, we talking about it now. But they 2-0. But it's a it's a kind of shaky 2-0, right? It's 2-0 because <laughs> I, I have no position to talk. My team lost by 40. But as an Eagles fan, like, how are you feeling about everything? What you've seen so we far? We have the best running team in the league. Most people would say it's San Francisco, but we have the best running team in the league. On Thursday night, DeAndre Swift came in and took what Miles Sanders was doing, and he took it to a whole nother level. He ran for 175 yards. Swift went crazy. Yeah, and then you still have uh, Jalen Hurts and what Jalen Hurts is doing. So the running game is going to carry us, and you know this more than anything, time of possession. The Atlanta Falcons went to the Super Bowl with Jamal Anderson because of time of possession. They couldn't beat Denver Broncos because Terrell Davis was better than Jamal Anderson. But you have to remember what Atlanta was doing, that was the year after Brett Favre won the Super Bowl. So you look at what Atlanta did with Jamal Anderson with the running game. If you have a great running game, anything is possible. But who I'm very impressed with, really, in, in the league, and, and I've talked about this on, to other people and to other people in different networks, Matthew Stafford is playing all world right now. Yeah, he does look good. He looks good. And then even now, he's playing against um, the 49ers, and they haven't even sacked him yet. And he has over uh, 100 yards passing in the first half. And, you know, that's, that's pretty good for what he's doing. And then there's no Cooper Cup. There's no Odell Beckham Jr. You got a guy named Puke Nuka. We've never heard of him, but right now he's looking like he's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. Wow. Stafford has to get his flowers. And I, I love what he's doing in, in, in for the Rams. But we also got to remember that just as much as Shanahan is, is, is the guru for offense, McVay is the quarterback guru. Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford. I mean, and they both came under the same offensive tree. So they both know each other's plays. They know each other's plays. They know each other. That's why they don't like each other. You know, that's just how it goes. No, nah, I think... Um I think Stafford's healthy, right? Because last year he had the elbow issue, so he was never really 110%. But mm -hmm. I think, you know, what? I think just just looking at the previous weeks, it's wide open, man. I, what we thought with Burroughs, with Patty, nobody looks like dominant right now where there's no clear-cut Super Bowl winners, contenders. Like, I don't know right now. So I feel like it's in a long first time in a long time. I feel like it's wide open in both d divisions. You know what I'll say is is this I I agree to an extent, but I think in the NFC it's the, the Eagles and the, and the 49ers. And you, despite what you want to say, what the Niners are doing and what the Eagles are doing, 
it's, it's crazy. So it's not much. Okay. And I don't remember if you heard what he said, but he said on Club Shay Shay, he says he's the fastest man in the world right now. He says, Usain Bolt lost a step. So he feels like he's the fastest man in the world. Now, we all know the guys in the Olympics may be faster than Cheetah, but Cheetah feels like he's the fastest person in the league. And there is no one, maybe except for one person, and we're going to find out in three weeks from now. I believe there's a man by the name of Sauce that can, <laughs> that can go out. And that's my hot take. I think Sauce can get, get him one-on-one. Because it's not really how fast you are on defense, it's how you play the ball. Revis was never in the category of a prime time, but Revis had as much shutdown years, and I won't say as much, but close yeah. to prime time. Right. Now, prime time, you wouldn't throw on the side, but just think how many times you threw on Revis' side. Yeah, I think with Revis, Revis, I look at those like mechanical corners, like the Gilmores, the Pat Pease, where they got great technique, great hips, versus super supreme athleticism. Anais Williams, them guys like that. And mm -hmm. I, I agree. Um, the thing with Sauce, it, it's dangerous, man, kind of when you, you come out the gates with everything he kind of came out with because now everybody's going to either try you mm -hmm. and kind of see what you what you got going on. So playing court, they had like a list of like top, like hardest positions to play. Mm -hmm. And corner was like number five on the list, I think. I think uh, – catcher was number one and like soccer goalie so but it's tough to play corner in the league man with these guys running four three four 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 two running at you full speed so i, I hope sauce got another big year man me too me me and you both me and you both prince and marty is your number one source for all things sports now streaming on spotify and itunes Chris Jones don't get his flowers like he should, you know? Yeah, Aaron Rod I mean, Aaron Donald gets his flowers. Michael Parson gets his flowers. Nick Bosa gets his flowers. But Chris Jones, voted by the players, of course, he was the voted, voted the second best D lineman behind Nick Bosa. But why does Chris Jones don't get his flowers, especially in Kansas City? This might sound crazy, but I think he doesn't get his flowers because he plays in Kansas City. Mm. And hear me out. The only... I look at Kansas City as they're like the Spurs, but with two flashy superstar players, right? So imagine if Tony Parker was turned up and Tim Duncan was turned up. Mm -hmm. So that's Patty and Kelsey. Young dudes like to have fun. I just feel like it's something with Kansas City. You don't associate them with defense. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, yeah, Chris Jones. Oh, yeah. like he, it, So I think that's what it is, honestly, why he just flies under the radar. Like uh -huh. what's what's going on with Russ, man? Is it? Here's my thing, man. Let's so, I look. If you're looking at Sean Payton, he's done great things with Drew Brees. Like you, you mentioned last time, he's done great things with the Cowboys early. Now, some things you got to look at. Is it a money grab? Is it an ego thing? Like what? 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 Do you, when you're looking at the Broncos, what about the Broncos? Says in three, four, five years, they can win a title. I don't see it, and I didn't see it. So it was shocking to me that he even jumped out the window with that job. But I've never been sold on, 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 the, on the Broncos, man. I've never been sold on the Broncos. I've never been sold on Russell Wilson. I think Russ, if we know anything about Russ, he had a top five all-time defense in Seattle. For sure. But he never was that guy. I never felt like he was the guy. I felt like he was the guy because of the defense. There's some people who are the guy because of the defense. And Russ is Hall of Fame for not turning the ball over, but he's not Hall of Fame for being, we're naming top 10 quarterbacks. Is Russell Wilson in that conversation? 
Nah, he's not. He's not in the conversation. So I don't, I don't see it in that perspective. I don't see it in that perspective. I can't put Russell Wilson as a Hall of Fame top 10 quarterback. I mean, I, I was at the barbershop earlier today, and people were asking me, okay, who's my top five? They said, okay, is Patrick Mahomes in my top five? And I said, yes, he is. But he says, is he, is he top three? And I says, I can't put him top three because I still got, I got Brady, I got Montana, I got Elway, and I got Manning over, 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 over Patty. Patty's number five. And that's what I have. But that's the problem with most teams. They don't understand that. They don't understand that. And they think that things are going to go that way. But when we're talking about all-time quarterbacks, Russell Wilson might not even crack my top ten. He might low key. Is he top 12, 15? I mean, you're going to put him there. Only thing I'll put him there is the title. Mm -hmm. The title and, you know what I'm saying, the stats are going to be there. But other than that, I don't know. I've never been a really. I think I always, this might sound disrespectful, but I always looked at Russell as a poor man's Drew Brees. Oof. Because I think I think Drew Brees has better arm talent than him as far as accuracy. Just in mm -hmm. my opinion, Drew Brees in that moment of time. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. Here's the thing: if you look at like all these top quarterbacks, Elway, Manning, Brady, all these people, right? Mahomes. You've seen them in different categories of having good defenses, receivers shuffling in and out. When Russell's defense, when people started getting traded away, people started complaining, he just looked pedestrian. Mm, like, he, he, like he didn't lift. Because when, when DK first went there, I'm like, oh, he got DK? Moss, Calvin, John. We, I'm thinking big receiver. Okay, we got something. Lockett's there. That's true. And he, he didn't lift. So, there's, so my whole thing is, if you give any of those, receive, any of those quarterbacks you said was top, DK Metcalf, what happens? What do they turn him into? Mm. That's true. If you, if you give Metcalf to Brady, if you give Metcalf to, to Montana, if you give Metcalf to Elway, Metcalf is going to probably have T.O. type numbers. And we're talking about for his career. But we also got to remember Russ is towards the end of his career, too. And so we're not going to get the same thing from Russ that we normally get. So that's, that's an also issue, too. That's another issue as well. The more Lamar loses, the better he plays. Mm -hmm. <laughs> J.K. out. Yeah. Beck, Beckham just went out with that ankle injury. So Yeah. I mean, but the thing with Lamar, what's, what, what's give, getting Lamar by is that that defense always gets him by. That defense always gets him by. And that's, what, that's the thing with Lamar. Lamar has a, a bend but don't break defense. So if he doesn't turn the ball over, he can always be in the AFC Championship. But he either turns it over running or he even turns it over throwing. And people will always say, well, it's his receivers, but that wasn't the case for Brady. Brady never had the legs that Lamar had. So what's the excuse for Lamar? But you know, I'm always hard on black quarterbacks. And I have a reason. I've been watching black quarterbacks longer than Lamar was alive. All right. Been an Eagles fan my whole life. Now, I can't run like Lamar, but I know football. And when I see football, Lamar, his standard has to be set a little bit higher because you've seen what Mike Vick did. And then think about this. Would you take Lamar right now over Doug Williams? Doug Williams got a ring. And that's the yeah. truth. Yeah, we, we, just in a, we just in a weird time, man, where mm -hmm. 
you're going to have so many guys with stats. So if you look at the Hall of Fame probably 10, 15 years, there's going to be a bunch of stat guys mm -hmm. like the Matt Ryans, the Phillip Rivers, where they stats are like monumental, but did it impact winning in hmm. what way? You know what I mean? Where we love, not to pick on Herbert, but like, yeah, he, he got, he's a cliche quarterback, 6'5", 6'6", cannon of an arm, can make damn near every throw, but what does that get you? He is a Laker maniac, and he is the Archbishop of the Bronze Sexuals. <sighs> Welcome back to Prince and Barty. Lakers, how you feel about that? What what what's up with our with our Lakers, man? You know, a lot of people, you know, I, when I was in Buffalo and I was dealing with uh, shout out to the Three Kings uh, and what they got going on, they gave me this gold outfit, and I had a couple people come to me and they said the Lakers are missing a big. They signed Jackson Hayes, but they're missing a big. Is Christian Wood that big now that will make Anthony Davis play like bubble Anthony Davis and propel LeBron to get his fifth championship ring? So, so what people don't know is Christian Wood was on the block, was on free agency for a while. Christian Wood, his whole, his whole knock was his motor. It was his defense, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's he's giving you what he what he averaged. I think he averaged eighteen and ten last year. Yeah. Or close to. That's true. So he could put it in the basket. He's a skilled dude. he's a finesse big, right? Mm -hmm. So he's not a he's not a back to the basket big, a traditional big, mm -hmm. a screen and roll big. Um now I just reports just came out that Dwight Howard's meeting with Golden State. That scares me. Why does that scare me? That scares me because now with Chris Paul, see, I think the Warriors' problem is they were never able to switch back to traditional basketball. Mm -hmm. Now you're able to do that with a Chris Paul with the second unit. You bring in a Dwight Howard, now you can do traditional screen and roll, mm -hmm. meaning you're giving teams two different looks. I think that was their problem. So I say all that to say I'm not mad at Christian Wood, but would I have loved Dwight Howard over him? Probably so. Mm. Because you're going to need more physicality. Even though Jackson Hayes is smaller, he's going to give you a lot of them center, them big boy. He mm. plays big. He, he, he defends. He's almost like a Mason Plumlee, mm. but smaller. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just hoping that Christian Wood is motivated. If, if LeBron don't motivate you, being in that L.A. culture don't motivate you. Because he's never been. He, where was that? He was in Houston. Mm-hmm. He's been all over the league. He was in Dallas with Luke, but that was no discipline there. Mm -hmm. Let's keep it real. You know what I mean? So he hasn't really been coached properly. So if Ham could unlock him, if LeBron could unlock him, if AD could inspire him, mm -hmm. I think we got something. And now now we got a, um, a fail safe if AD gets hurt because mm -hmm. they got a similar skill set. AD's way better, but... It's still a position where they can't double team. You got to respect Wood. So now, if you put floor spacers on the floor, now we're kind of we get Lakers are in a position where we got one and we're one and two at each position. They could throw. They might throw Vanderbilt in there. They could throw Austin Reeves. They could throw Rory in there. So we have a lot of guys that could do multiple things. You know what? I want I want to make a quick quick objection real quick. For y'all who don't know, you know, you are, we have our regular listeners, but those who don't know, Prince Prince is a Division One basketball player. He's, he's big time. He knows basketball. He knows everything about the sport. Just came out 
uh, that LeBron is outside the top 10 in the NBA, that they have 12 people ranked higher than LeBron James. Now, you know the sport. We've been watching LeBron his whole career. What's your take? Is LeBron outside? Is LeBron number 13 in the NBA? Am I losing my mind? Do I got to start ranting? Like, can you just handle this for me, man? Yeah, I think it's blasphemous. Um, Just for you looking at a guy who damn near, you might as well just call it 30 points a game. Just call it 30 points that he averaged. Um, Mm -hmm. For you to average 30 points a game, 38, 7, whatever the the, the exact stat line was, you're going to be in top three in the league. You know what I mean? I just hope LeBron uses his motivation, mm-hmm. which we're still asking him from year, going into year 21. I think, but here's the thing, though. I think, obviously, it's stupid for the, the year LeBron had and mm-hmm. coming into with the same team and he's going to be successful again, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that a player that's been in the league this long, it's still like bullets and board material that he's not in the top 10. Think about what I'm saying. That's like if you a doctor for 20 years in practice and you're not the number one chiropractor of the year, but you've been doing it 20. It's, I think it's a testament to LeBron's uh, greatness and longevity. But, you know, like the greats, Kobe, Jordan, they need that motivation to just, just take people hard out. You know, they, they need different motivation than other players. LeBron going to come in and do what he do, man. And now, like, he's going to have time to rest in between plays. You got Vando playing D. You got, you know, you got so many pieces, like I was saying earlier, LeBron could literally rest for the first time in his career mm-hmm. in between plays where you saw him get burnt out last, last um, in the playoffs in the Western Conference Finals because right. he, he didn't have anybody. They had no other looks. I love Lonnie Walker and I loved uh, Dennis Schroeder, but these are these guys are limited, smaller guys. So they get you with speed, but there's no height. There's no it's limited on what you can do with those guys. Let me give you the list real quick. You tell me what you think. It's from CBS Sports. So Nikola Jokic is number one. Um, number two is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Number three is Luka Doncic. Number four is Jason Tatum. Number five, look, look at my boy shaking his head once he heard Tatum. Number five, Joel Embiid. Number six, Kevin Durant. Number seven, Stephen Curry. I think it's a slide on Steph. Steph needs to be higher. Number eight. Shea Gills Alexander. Number nine, Dame Lillard. Number 10, Ja Morant. And number 11, LeBron James. The rules are changed for different players. Like, I think Bill Russell, Michael Jordan's number, uh, Tom Brady's number, uh, Deion Sanders' number. What about Kareem? See, why Kareem? No, you're not wrong, but why Kareem never? We don't even look at Kareem to deserve that respect. For all he did, but it's like, what's his number? Thirty-three. We're not. We're not retiring. Thirty-three. You know, it's crazy. Even to this day, more than the Jordan fadeaway, more than the Shaq back town, that's the most unstoppable move. Unless you're LeBron, six-nine, and going to doing the little layup. <laughs> Shout out to Breezy, but now nah, you're right. Kareem needs to get more love. You know what I might take over uh, Kareem? What? Uh, you gonna say I'm shot up? I might take prime hard and step back over Kareem. Whoa. We talking moves. We're not talking the championship. We talking just moves. Hey, but he needs to get his flowers. You're right. I think that we, because there's no spunk on the sky hook, we got to remember that they outlawed Duncan for him in college. He's won on every level. 
there's very few people that's won on every level in, in, in sports. And Kareem has done that. But he doesn't get the, the, the just due that he deserves. And, and that's a good point. That's a good point. There's a lot of numbers that we, we should retire. And so that, that's interesting. I'm, I'm putting a petition in, though. This is my petition. In all sports, number 21 needs to be retired. Because what he's doing in college and what he's doing in, 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 in pro, Dion's number needs to be retired. It's funny, me and my wife was talking, because she knows, like, everybody who know me knows I love Jordan and Kobe, right? Mm -hmm. but, they, but people who know, know, know me, know how much uh, Dion means to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll talk more about this on next show. We're going to have a, a, a certain topic of Dion, period. But when I said Dion was my all-time, she was in shock. She was like, over Kobe and Jordan? I'm like, yes. Like, I literally wore 21 my whole high school career majority of my um, college career because of Deion Sanders. You get what I'm saying? Not a basketball player, but mm -hmm. a football player. So you already know what Deion is, man. I, I agree with you. 21, take it. Retire it, man. Definitely needs to retire it. Prince and Marty is your number one source for all things sports. Now streaming on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah. CD, CD having what, a good week. What's up with CD where we can't all the way give it to him? Like, we know his potential. We know he could do. But what is it about his game to where he's not up there with the – like, you're, he's not even talked about, like, with these other receivers. Even though he has these – he had a good year. Mm -hmm. The numbers are there. Everything you need is there. But what's CD missing? You know, I think CD, what kills him all the time is the fact that he doesn't have a top 10 quarterback on him. Mm. And, and, and people will say Dak is a top 10 quarterback, but in my opinion, I don't put Dak as a top 10. I think Dak, because he turns the ball so much at a, at a miraculous rate, that hurts CD. CD might be the third best receiver in, in, in Cowboys history. Might be, or maybe the fourth, because you know, you got to put um, Des Bryant up there. But I don't think that he gets that, gets that love because of Dak and because of how they do things on that team. And that's the issue with that team. That's a major issue. Like it's, I mean, what, what is Dak in year eight? What is the seven, eight for him? I think it's year six. Year six or year seven. So my thing is, why? normally somebody wouldn't still have question marks that deep into their career. You kind of know what you have, right? Well, think of it this way. We knew what we had in Tony Romo. Oh! Um, I think, did you send it to me with the, uh, the Scottie Pippen thing with Isaiah? Mm-hmm. Man, what's up with Isaiah? Like, I feel like Isaiah will do everything to slight Mike. And here's the thing. I'm, and we both, and I know both of us smile because I, I like Scott and you like uh, Rodman. So if mm -hmm. you don't know, Isaiah said that um, Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman are the greatest defenders of all time. Not the greatest perimeter defenders. Not, they, he said the greatest defenders are Scottie Pippen that he's ever seen. Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman. Now we know, we know that's they're great, but we know that Jordan won that Defensive Player of the Year, and we know Isaiah knows that. So, what do you think about Isaiah and Jordan's like beef over? It feel like a million years now. The beef will probably never get squashed because they both nobody wants to take the high road, and that's always going to be an issue because nobody wants to take the high road, and so that's an issue. That's an issue definitely for both teams because at the end of the day, both teams. Both, both uh, players feel like, listen, you slided me for the Olympics and you slided me by not shaking my hand at the end of that, that, that game when I beat you. So they're always going to have that, that bad blood. And come on, 
we know Mike, man. Mike don't let nothing go. <laughs> That's who Mike is. And so since Mike won't let it go, Scott, uh, 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 Isaiah won't let it go. And now he got Scotty beefing with him, too. So it's just like it's a double-edged sword. One thing about Mike, too, that writer, oh, we got one thing about Mike is always going to put him in position of power is mm -hmm. Mike Rich, man. You get what I'm saying? So, like, his success, forget, like, even just on the court. They said Jordan probably making, like, the Jordan brand's probably doing, like, $350 million a month. Like, it's, some, it's a crazy number on the number. So, you're forever looking at Jordan in the light of success. Mm -hmm. Where you could look at, like, uh, say, like a George Gervin, like, these older players who was good, mm -hmm. but you're not looking at them as inspiration in present day because you don't know their business moves. You don't know what kind of money these guys have, right? That's true. But Jordan, you know he's successful. You know Magic Johnson, they still got that check. So when mm -hmm. you're seeing these guys, there's not a lot of guys from that era, man, that still has money. That's true. That's true. And and, and that's the, the thing is, Mike's always going to win the battle because Mike, as long as he has Jordan, and then also what he's done to innovate innovatively for, for basketball, that's going to always just take things over the top for Mike. Always. So he's always going to be up there as far as the greatest of all time. I think those rings saved Isaiah. Of course. Because think about it, like, now, because if he doesn't have rings, is he better than Tim Hardaway? So we could go through a bunch of guards at power. Like, is he legitimately better than this person? I mean, the thing I think is not just the rings; it's who he beat for those. Rings. Oh, for sure. That's, Larry Bird, that's a great Mike, point. Magic Johnson, great Michael point. Jordan. I mean, we're talking about the top five of the NBA, and that's that's a big thing for them. That's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Mike, Mike, Isaiah, get it together, man. But you know, Mike ain't even talking to Charles with that whole situation. Now, Char I think I think he's I think he's wrong for that. Yeah, for that, like well, for for Charles, that's your boy. That's your boy. You can't. You can't do that. Like, cause now you acting like you're above. Mm -hmm. I can't critique you now, and I think that's where it's like, bro. I got a, I got a job to do. That's true. But here's my thing. I agree with that. But here's the thing. You know what I know, right? So, if me and you ever fall fell out, right? I would never, even give an opinion on what you got. Like, you get what I mean? Where you you don't have to say anything about the the the, the uh, Michael Jordan as an owner, like. Nobody's telling you to say it. You can be like, hey, man, you know, I'm sure Michael's doing the best he can. They'll get it together. Hopefully, they add some pieces. That's true. Isn't that the same thing you saying versus, man, Michael need to, like, it. Because if you my boy, I'm going to look at you sideways like, damn, it's like, why you ain't just say. You ain't say nothing. Give me the political answer or just don't say nothing. I don't think that they, they look at, I don't think he looks at it from the political side. When you think, when you're talking about Chuck, Chuck is just a truth teller. That's why he always has a job, because he's a truth teller. He's going to always just say what he's, what's on his mind. That's like you telling Mike not to be competitive. Mike is competitive. So Chuck, Chuck is always going to be a truth teller. So that's the issue that they're always going to have. Nah, that's real, man. Mm -hmm. But who, um, who's been who's impressive with you so far? Like, when you're watching these, we'll be about to approach in week three next week. Who, who have you been seeing so far that? Um, football. I would say, at the end of the day, there's so many teams that are impressive. Like I said, the Rams are, are up there for me. 
Uh, you know I like the Jets, even though right now looks like they're going to lose to Dallas. I still like the Jets, though. I think that you just got to give them some time to figure out what they're going to do offensively because they're, the role players are there as far as, you know, your skill positions, Garrett Wilson, um, Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, Alan Lazard. They have the pieces to be a good team. But um, a team that, that's under the radar that people are not talking about, I think the Ravens are going to be a big deal this year. Oh, you heard that here, guys. I think the Ravens are going to be a big deal. Just from the perspective of, other than the Jets, who are you going to give it to? A lot of people say that I am a, a Miami Dolphins hater. I'm not sold on the Dolphins at all. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's tough. You know, but you know why? Like, if you look at any sport, right, when somebody's like, I'm not sold, because they haven't won before in your lifetime, mm -hmm. right? So they, they haven't showed a consistent level of winning, right, for you to be like, you know what? But it's, like I said, I've been told a bunch of Cowboys fans, I said, I really like how y'all look because of the Gilmore. Because why do I like Gilmore? Mm -hmm. Very, like, very controlled corner, veteran corner, mm -hmm. big moments, big teams. But not only that, he could keep Diggs in line. Remember, Diggs was getting burnt because he was gambling. That's true. Now you're settling a young corner. Now, who knows what Diggs could become now? Prince and Barty will be doing live broadcast at several locations around the country. Follow and like all Prince and Barty's social media pages for exclusive details. There will be game tournaments, sport trivia, best fan contests, and cash giveaways all night. This can be your chance to win big.